Local businesses deserve local decision-making, and that's why Oconee State Bank is proud to announce that Philip Edwards and Chad Thomason will be leading the loan production office for the athens Clark County area. With strong market knowledge and accelerated decision-making, Chad and Philip can help area business owners, entrepreneurs, developers, doctors, and others move quickly to respond to opportunities. Let your business experience remarkable this year with Oconee State Bank, OconeeStateBank.com, member FDIC, and Equal Housing Lender. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Senesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Beyond the Cupola, presented by Oconee State Bank. At Oconee State Bank, experience remarkable. And hello again, everybody, and welcome to Beyond the Cupola, brought to you by Oconee State Bank. I'm Mike Salmon, and as you know, if you've listened to the show in the past, we like to celebrate folks and talk about success stories. And on this show, we bring on customers and clients and and friends of the community that are usually associated with Oconee State Bank. And we give them the chance to talk about their stories of success and inspiration and how the remarkable culture of Oconee State Bank has inspired them in their lives as well. And we're joined on today's episode by a gentleman that works for Oconee State Bank, Steve Filmer. He's the VP and Manager of Government Guaranteed Lending for Oconee State Bank. Welcome to the program, Steve. Thanks, Mike. Glad to be here, and thanks for having us. That's a pretty impressive uh, title you have there. What does that mean? What do you do at the bank? So basically, I came onto the bank in November of 2017, and at the time, we didn't we didn't have an SBA department, um, and I was I was tasked with well, back up a second. Technically, we did have one uh, stemming from the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Which, which was a nice surprise to everybody. And, and that, that provided some conversation for a while. But I came out in November to start the SBA department. Um, okay. And included with that it was the USDA uh, BNI lending program as well. Basically, right now, building the staff, building the team, we want to be, you know, we want to be a large player in the metro Atlanta market with the SBA, with SBA lending, USDA lending, and, and, and helping out the customers in that space. Why did Oconee State Bank decide to go ahead and start this SBA department? Well, as you had mentioned a little bit earlier, you know, with our remarkable culture, the we we strive every single day to mark people's lives, and I think that with the with the SBA program, with the USDA program, it provides us with a deeper product line to do that. You know, with both programs, that government guarantees allows us to do a little bit more than we would be able to in the conventional side, and therefore help out a lot more folks. I think that with with community banking in general, we've we've become a very commoditized market. Some in the past have actually compared us to corn and, and soybeans and wheat, and, and there's really not a difference. And I think that that really gives us a difference with what we can do. And, and there's a lot of folks out there that might be just on the cusp of, you know, walking into walking to a larger bank or, or on the conventional lending side and saying, hey, can I have a loan for X amount of dollars? And, you know, somebody just says no, you know, right off the bat because they're just one little, you know, one little credit risk mitigant away from, from actually qualifying for that. And the SBA program and the USA program help us to uh, mitigate that and mm-hmm. help those folks out. Well, talk more about that culture there at Oconee State Bank, because you, know, you mentioned coming on in November. I'm sure you had opportunities to go to maybe some other financial institutions, but uh, you selected Oconee State Bank. And, and, and what is it that makes it a little bit different from maybe some of the, the bigger lenders that you've talked about? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I met Neil. I met Neil and Philip Bernardi back in August 2017. And you could just tell that they really bought into the culture there. You know, the, the community part of community banking, 
is yeah. lost on a lot of a lot of institutions. It definitely was not lost at Oconee State Bank, and and you could tell from the way they the way they talked about the programs, the way they talked about the culture, um, and just the fact that a lot of the employees, Mike, have been there for you know twenty years, and that that just speaks volume, especially in the banking industry, which is a very high turnover high turnover industry. So you know, after talking with those, after talking with them for a while, and and you know, getting to meet some of the folks and on the team, and it was just the right fit, and and they really espoused the community community banking belief. And um, you know, you talk about some of the larger banks, and absolutely nothing against them. They they fit a great need, and the, they fit a great need in the country, and and with with people's banking needs. But for me, I I would I would always be with a small bank. It's it's just you have that one on one, still have that personal element with it. And, and it just allows you to, you know, put a name with the face. Everybody's not a number. And you, you, you get some intrinsic value out of, you know, helping folks out, especially on the commercial side. So, so here you are, Steve, and you're getting this SBA department up and going. But the, not only do you have that, but you're expanding into a brand new market for, for Oconee State Bank. Now here you are in Gwinnett County. So now you're, you're kind of juggling two plates. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, been, it's been an awesome last five months, to be honest with you, Mike. Uh, you know, coming into Gwinnett County, I had, even though I'd worked in Metro Atlanta for two and a half years at the time, I'd really not experienced Gwinnett County. And once the bank moved in there, um, and I know that Mike Fulton's been on the show before and, you know, meeting meet the guys and the team there as, as they try to try to build a market, Gwinnett County is just an awesome place. And, and I truly mean that I've lived, I've lived in a lot of places in the U S and, you know, for a place that has nearly a million people and, and will be above that soon, it's, it's very interconnected. You don't have one city on the west side of the county and one city on the east side of the county and they fight for they fight for supremacy in business um you really see that and you really see you really see the continuity within the Gwinnett chamber um you know for again for a county of nearly a million people to have a chamber that services all of you know the 900 and some thousand people that are currently living in the county that speaks volumes because of that you really have a sense of community a very large community but that community sense is still there and again with the community banking um, you know, it's in our name, it's in our industry, it's what we do. Um, and it just, it's, it's a larger version of our Watkinsville roots, to be honest with you. Steve Filmer's our guest here on Beyond the Cupola, brought to you by Oconee State Bank. He's the VP and Manager of Government Guaranteed Lending for Oconee State Bank. Are there any unique features within your department there, Steve, that, that many of our listeners may not be aware of? Yeah, um, you know, when a lot of people, when they hear, uh, when they hear SBI, they don't really know quite what it is, um, and one of the, and the unique features that we that we as a bank you know promote are, are just the different types of loan structures. So you talk about you know you talk about a twenty five year fully amortizing term versus a twenty year uh, with with typical conventional loans. But there's a slightly lower down payment, you know, typically ten percent, and obviously you move off of that and, and, and increase depending on the, the risk associated with the loan. We help to get out there, and and we're the people who make the decisions at our bank are literally a phone call away. And one of the unique, one of the most unique portions of our department is that, you know, currently we're small. It's, it's still only me, although we're looking to expand, you know, hopefully within the next couple of months. Uh, but one of the unique portions of it is that, you know, you get to talk to me and for, for better or for worse, uh, you get to talk to me from the onset, you know, when we first start the discussions about whatever the project is that the borrower is looking to do. Uh, and then you talk to me from that point until it closes and then, and then still on after that. So you can call me up and, you know, three months after the loan closes and say, Hey, Steve, I need to get on the internet, you know, help me out with the business banking side of this. And, um, or, you know, even what's, what's my interest rate or, or ask me questions related to the loan after it's closed. That's, that's a unique thing. You know, we're still small enough. I don't think we're ever going to lose that, nor do I want to have us lose that element of our, of our right. department. 
um, you know, it's all about, again, it's all about the persona. It's all about speaking to a person and not, and not being shepherded off to, you know, say Orlando or Charlotte or, or some other department, you know, a couple of States away. So. It, it sounds like, I mean, if I'm doing business with you, I'll probably end up having your, your cell phone number and, you know, call you, might call you on a weekend or something like that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you'd appreciate that, but I mean, it's, it's that kind of a relationship. It sounds like that you're looking for. Absolutely. Um, and, and actually that's great that you bring that up. Most people do have my cell phone number a lot, do call on the weekends and, you know, after five, but that's, that's what we're here for. And it's, it, it's literally all about service. Yep. Again, and you're, you're in an area where of course there's a lot of competition. I mean, there's a lot of choices for the consumers out there and, and for the folks. Uh, but, but you guys, you, you bring that relationship, you know, the, the, you, you're, you're small, you, you offer all the services that the big banks have. Now you, you're, you're growing, you're, you're coming into Gwinnett yeah. County. So you kind of want to balance, I'm assuming there's that, that little balancing act you have to do where you still want to be able to be that small community bank uh, but but you you don't you you want to grow, but you don't want to get get too big too fast. Right. There's some some measured growth there, I guess. That's that. You're you're absolutely correct. Uh, you know, we we've done a great job in, in our in our credit team and in the back office has done a great job in learning the SBA product, which helps out tremendously with implementing the process and making it easier for the customer um, and making it easier for us to get deals through the process um, and in a quickly and in a fast manner. You know, some of the competitive advantages that we, you know, strive to maintain, you know, the speed and what we do things, you know, from the, from the time that we get a full package to the time that it closes, presuming everything is there and, and, it, and it's, and everything's up front. There's no, obviously there's no hiccups during the way, you know, it's about 30 days, which for an SBA product is, is extremely fast. But the other thing that I think is lost in the market overall, especially, especially with commercial lending is, you know, the honesty that I think we have up front with, with customers. Um, you know, if you, if there's a deal that you may not, you know, a borrower comes to me with a deal that may or may not get approved, um, or has a little bit of hair on it. We have a, you know, a small enough and an educated enough credit team that, you know, we can, we can run deals by and say, Hey, look, we have, you know, X, Y, and Z are strengths, but A, B, and C are weaknesses. And are we going to do this deal? Or, you know, obviously we need to continue down this path, but is this a definite no? And I, and I think from a structure standpoint and even from, you know, from approval standpoint, that really helps out the customer not only wasting their time, but we can also provide honest feedback of, you know, I think 90% of the no's, everybody in that 90% is able to do, you know, one, two, or maybe, you know, three things that gets them credit worthy going forward. Mm -hmm. And I think it's our job as a bank, especially a community bank, to kind of educate them on how to do that and how to become credit worthy and what that time frame looks like instead of just giving a no. And, and all of that circles back to making a mark on other folks' lives and the, and the whole remarkable culture, you know, whether it's great customer service for folks that do get approved and, and shepherd through the process in a, in a timely and efficient manner, or if, it's, or if it's the folks that, you know, have something just in the cusp of being a great borrower. And you know, we can provide that insight and in how, how they get there, where they should go, what the time frame is. And I think they walk away with hopefully a good feeling in their mouth. Good experience. Yeah. You know, I've met so many folks at Oconee State Bank now, and you mentioned, you know, Mike Fulton earlier and Neil Stevens, who's the president. And the guy, you would never think the guy's a bank president. He's like your your neighbor next door. He's just got that down Absolutely. home, you know, uh, sensibility about him. I, I, and that's something that uh, is really wonderful when it comes to uh, Oconee State Bank. I think a lot of folks in the past would be intimidated when they go into some of these banks, I don't get that feeling. And I think a lot of your customers don't get that feeling at all when they, when they walk in, in through your doors. I hope not. Um, and you and, mentioned and, it too, when you and, met with Neil, you said, 
I could tell just talking to Neil, this is the bank that I want to be with. It, it, absolutely. And it, and it's the culture. It's, and, and I tell Neil this all the time. And I, and I tell Philip Bernardi this all the time is, you know, you can, you can promote something and you can tell an individual, especially somebody who's coming on the team, you know, or a new customer. We have this great culture. We're going to, you know, we have these great employees. It's just going to be a phenomenal place to work and or do banking. And, you know, five months in, everything that they have, they have told me has been true. And, mm-hmm. and I hope that some of our customers who, who have done business with me over the last five years and have done business with the bank, especially through this, through this transition, transition and growth period that we're in. And, and Neil, you know, Neil started back in a couple of years ago. I hope they would say the same thing. And, you know, it's, you walk into the bank and it's, you don't get talked down to. Um, it's not a used car dealership and, and that kind of mentality in a lot of ways. Uh, and it's just, a it's the, it's the best experience that you can have, you know, being in a bank and, and there's folks who come in our main office that routinely come in every single week. It's a great social scene, to be honest with you. And it's, it's something that I haven't seen in banking in, in, a, in a good long while and maybe, maybe ever to this extent. It looks like a lot of the folks are having fun too. Yeah. I mean, and that's, you know, the, the banks, you know, in the news lately hasn't been good. A lot of bad things have been happening and, and more and more people seem to be uh, turning towards community banks. And uh, so you're, you're kind of positioned in the, in the right spot right now. Exactly. Um, I, I would think so. And I, and I think, to, you know, to go along with the community banking, you get that customer service. And it's, it's just a, it's a great atmosphere. It truly is, Mike. So, so you, you've been here five months and, and you're, you're building up the SBA department. You say, you know, right now it's you. Where do you see, you know, a year from now? Wh- what do you envision two years from now? Wh- where does this go? You know, I, I think there's, it's a, that's a great question. I think that, you know, from a personnel standpoint, obviously we, we grow and, and we, we hire support staff that are strictly dedicated to the SBA department. Um, you know, we hire another lender or two over the next couple of years. It's a unique thing, Mike, in that the, you know, the SBA, and I don't know if you know this or have heard this from other folks, but the SBA puts out a scorecard every, every quarter, approximately every quarter. And on that scorecard is the, the number of banks in Georgia that participate in the program, how many loans you've done in the state of Georgia. And, and what the total loan volume is. And, you know, we were, it was a great thing to see us in the scoreboard for the first quarter um, or well, the second fiscal year quarter, but the first calendar quarter of this year that just came out. It's a great motivational tool and to help everybody keep their eye on the goal to help move up that, that ladder, which is just awesome. So we see ourselves, you know, playing, playing with the big boys, you know, and get moving into the top 20 on that list. And, and that company is really respectable. Um, mm-hmm. there's, there's been a lot, of, a lot of mergers over the last couple of years, including recently in the community bank space. And we hope to fill that niche, that community banking niche with the SBA program in, you know, Gwinnett County and Metro Atlanta and throughout the state of Georgia. There's a lot of great businesses here that we can service. And, you know, with that community banking niche, you talk about, you know, some of the big banks, very algorithm based and, and obviously, and it needs to be for them. It's, you know, they have a lot, a lot more folks coming in and out of the bank and it would just take too much manpower, you know, trying to focus on each individual on that, on that basis. So a lot of it is algorithm based, but with the community banking model, we're not that. There's still that relationship. So, hope that answers your question. Kind yeah. of a very roundabout, a very roundabout, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, simplistic way. And I hope people that are listening, as they hear the questions I'm asking, we're not beating up, and I'm not, you know, beating up on on the big banks. It's just it's a, a little bit of a different culture, and there's nothing wrong with that. Some people prefer that. But if you know, if you like that community bank and maybe that little small time, you know, you know, small town feel, but you're still getting all the major products that you need. I mean, there's there's some differences there, and so there's there's nothing that's good or bad with either one. It's just it's just different, and there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and like Mike said, we're not, we're not here to beat up on big banks. They serve right. a great great pur- purpose. They're, and they're great people. Um, 
And, and they are. There's, I have a lot of friends that work at larger Absolutely. banks, and uh, it's it's almost as if they're two different industries playing with the same product. <laughs> there you go. Um, well, you mentioned, you know, in, in your last answer, you know, over the last 20 years, a lot of mergers and acquisitions and so forth. That hasn't been the, the case with Oconee State Bank. They've been around uh, forever and ever. And now, of course, expanding here into the uh, the Gwinnett County area. But but over the last 20 years, I do want to ask you about SBA and how has SBA changed over the last couple decades? Great question. Uh, over the immensely. Um, if you listen to Beyond the Cupola, you'll find out, Steve, I only ask great questions, by the way. <laughs> I've heard that your reputation precedes you. Yes. <laughs> the SBA has changed immensely over the last 20 years. Uh, when I got into this in 2008, it had started that turn. When I talk to people, uh, when I talk to people out in the market and they hear SBA, and this was especially true, I, I moved here from Arizona uh, going on three years ago now. A lot of people are very skeptical of government programs. A lot of people have very bad experiences with SBA, especially in the past. And, you know, I, I've heard routinely SBA loans take 180 days to get done, and that couldn't be further from the truth. And I think not only our bank, but a lot, even the you know the big small banks. It doesn't matter what your size is, has, has done a great job in taking the program, voicing our concerns to our lobbying body, and SBA has done a great job with implementing changes to allow us to be able to close a loan in 30 days and help streamline some of the paperwork and kind of consolidate some things. And they're very much more user friendly. And I would say it started in 2000. Starting about 2010, um, and it's really it really took hold in 2014. Um, but it's been you know trying to dispel the myth, and a lot of people have either forgotten about it or we've gotten past that because of longevity. But a lot of people still remember when you know 180 days to close an SBA loan, or I don't want to deal with the federal government, and, and just that pure skepticism. So it's changed it's changed a lot, and, and a lot for the better. It's been a, it's been a great it's been a great ride. We're talking with Steve Filmer with Oconee State Bank, and as we get close to the end of the uh, the show here, Steve. People do business with people that they like, people that become usually their friends. So let's let's talk about Steve Filmer. Tell us a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are today. Absolutely. Uh, I, I started in 2008 uh, in New York, where, where I'm originally from, and, and just happened to get into the SBA market on, on accident. I was in college. All the money I'd saved up from, uh, from my odds and ends jobs had evaporated quickly, and there was a there was an internship available um, working for the SBA, which I didn't know was the SBA at the time. I had no idea about it. And I got in there in 2008. And I'm sure not a whole lot of people will ever utter these words, but the downturn was a great thing for me. And and the reason why that is, you know, in the SBA, we had, you know, in New York, we really never went up. So we didn't have a chance to go down, but the banks were still affected in much the same manner that they were across the country. And a lot of them turned to the SBA product. And the, and the SBA shop I was working for at the time became really, really busy. And as an intern at the time, apparently I did a, I did such a good job at, at filing files. You know, for the first two months I worked there, they said, "Hey, can you start to do loan reviews and, and underwrite and, and work on the credit side?" And I said, "Absolutely." So I ended up working about thirty hours a week. You know, when I was in college, and then moved on to a full time position uh, with them. And you know, got out of it for a couple of years, did, did some soul searching. You know, moved around the country a little bit, dabbled in corporate finance, and then jumped back in in twenty thirteen. It's been a, it's been a great journey. I was able to you know move back to New York, uh, work for them for a little bit, and then took a took a great opportunity out in um, in Arizona, working for a small community bank. Um, was really energized by the community banking world. Um, had a bunch of great mentors out there who promised you know promised to to teach me the ropes with community banking, kind of the different facets of it, um, and just the SBA program in general. And that was that was a phenomenal experience. You know, missed missed the greenery, missed the trees, missed the seasons, 
Um, not a knock against Arizona. It's a beautiful, absolutely gorgeous place. Um, and, and, and it is a good place to live. Uh, just with my family out here on, on the East coast. And, mm-hmm. um, again, the greenery, and when you start to cheer rain, it's not kind of, you kind of, um, you kind of uh, wish for that, but no, I was, uh, got the opportunity to move to Atlanta and started to sort of develop programs out here. And it was, it's been a, it's been a great 10 years minus the two that I took off to dabble in corporate finance. So you moved to Atlanta and you, you discovered what pollen is all about here. Yes. It's, uh, you see the stuff covering your car and we're like, what is this? <laughs> uh, I forgot what that was like. And it was, uh, you guys here definitely have it more than any place I've lived, but, uh, it makes for, it makes for the fifth season. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, finally, Steve, for those that, that are listening and, and we, we cater and, and talk to a lot of business owners and decision makers and executives that, that, that really enjoy business radio X, give you a chance here to kind of talk about why, if they're looking for an SBA loan right now, why they should talk to Oconee state bank and specifically talk to you. Absolutely. So I, I've, I've been, like I said before, I've been in the, been in the business since 2008. Um, I've had the opportunity to work directly with SBA through some contacts of mine, which has really allowed me to kind of a light to be shed on what they do, which definitely helps out with the process and kind of what you, what you need to do as far as kind of been on both sides. Exactly. And what you need to do to get the loan approved. So if you, you know, if you come to me with a deal that might have some hair on it or might have some eligibility issues from the SBA program, I I think that that definitely helps out. Um, I've been experienced on all of the sides from the lending side to the servicing side to the closing side of the program and, and different capacity, different full-time capacities. So that, that provides an added competitive advantage just for the, the, the sheer, you know, helping out to make things move through the system quicker um, and being able to answer, answer questions. Um, I think the whole bank has done a great job in picking up the, picking up the ball and learning SBA. Um, I know that some of our credit team has come through the SBA SOP and um, probably not stayed awake for the entirety of the, that reading, but uh, has definitely, definitely done a great job in learning it and reading each page and understanding what goes on with it. And, and you know, the, just the smallness of a community bank. We work with, I work with a bunch of great people that have seen a lot of credits and know how to know how to get things done. And if we can't get something done, we know how, what the next steps for the borrower should be to get you to the end game. So all of that encompassing, I, I think we're, you know, we're shaping up for a great 2018. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what comes in, you know, what comes in the yeah. next couple years. Well, it's great to have you here. Thanks for visiting. It's great to meet another member of the uh, the team at Oconee State Bank. For those that would like to reach out to you, do you want to share any contact information for yourself? Absolutely. Feel free to give me a call at my office number. That's uh, area code 706-769-3644. Um, be happy to reach out. Be happy to reach out with any questions. Um, even even if I can provide a consultative voice in some way, shape, or form, I'd love to love to hear from the folks out there and um, see if we can see if we can try to make a difference and in their lives and help them move forward. And possible website? Yeah, feel free to visit uh, OconeeStateBank.com. Um, and my and my personal email address as well with the bank is S as in Steve, and then my last name, Filmer, F-I-L-M-E-R, at OconeeStateBank.com. Easy enough. Steve, thanks again. Absolutely. Thank you, Mike, for having me. Again, a reminder that uh, this show airs live every Thursday at 1 o'clock Eastern here on Business Radio X. But you can listen to any of our past episodes, including this one, Anytime you want, 24-7, by going to businessradiox.com, select the Gwinnett Studio, and then you'll see Beyond the Cupola. You'll see the Oconee State Bank logo. Just click on that, and then all the episodes are archived there, so check them out there. So want to uh, thank you for listening. want to thank Trey, our producer, as well. I'm Mike, and we'll see you next time right here on Beyond the Cupola, brought to you by Oconee State Bank.